welcome back to Cool Games Inc. Video Game Design Podcast for Polygon.com. I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm Nick Robinson. Thanks for no, joining us for... Oh, shoot. I gotta interrupt. People might think that you fumbled verbally when you said podcast, but that's actually part of the new... One of the new things we're trying in 2017. Uh, do you want to... We're just... A, it's it's sort of like TMZ, but only for the Pawn Stars family. Mm-hmm. So we've got Gregory. We've the got the king. big bald one. The big bald one who is Gregory. We have Pawnee, which is the where the old, sh- show takes place. The, the show takes place in the the in, but the fictional version of Pawnee. Um, Chumley is one of them, which I think he's. I think he got up to no good. Now, last why year, are so we? Now, we why is there a Street Fighter on? character in in the game? Just kidding. I, I always know, wonder about that too. I know. Anyway, his Chumley. Um, the the old one who kind of looks like my Nani. Um, he, uh, got a DUI, breaking news, breaking tabloids. so is this, do you, because I'm envisioning something's more like the TMZ television show where we're all kind of just sitting around our desks real casual, leaning Oh, I see, I see, I see. Kind of like, hey, Uh, did you hear about this? Hey, 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 did you guys hear about this one? Chumley, uh, went to jail for guns and drugs, which I I don't think you're allowed to sell through a pawn shop. No. Uh, No, absolutely This was all... Under the counter, like literally under the counter of the the Pawn Stars pawn shop. Nick, we're dancing around it, and we're just killing time and wasting time because we know that this is the first episode of the new year, and it is our Investors Report special. Um, and we're just kind of coming to you, the listener, the investor, because mm-hmm. really you're investing time in us every time. Which you is listen to more this valuable than money, if you ask Much me. Much more valuable. My, what's your? What do you think a minute of your time is worth? Like, what's your minute? P, your MPD. I'm still going by. I mean, when I worked at GameStop as a teen, I was making yeah. somewhere in the ballpark of like a, an an eight fifty maybe. Whoa, dogs! So I, think... I started out. I started at like five forty five or something. Like West Virginia's minimum wage is busted. Um, yeah. So we're coming to you, hat in hands, to you, the investors, because I don't know, man. Twenty twenty sixteen. It was well. It wasn't a good year for anyone financially, you know. Financially, it was not a strong year. I think otherwise, great year. Like we can all agree, and everybody's all talking about online and on social media. And the buzz is twenty sixteen killer year, except um, except fiscally and fungibly. Yeah. yeah. So what can we do? Like what? What's our Q one strat for getting it sort of back on the tracks? Nick Robinson, C CFO. Um, I mean, I, I think. Instead of focusing, because one, I think one of the big problems last year was we just didn't release enough games. You think one a week was not enough? Yeah, games. I think we our big mistake uh, for 2016 was our output wasn't because you can, you know you can't you can only win as many times as you bet is what they yeah. say in Las yeah, Vegas. You miss a, you miss a hundred percent of the games you don't publish yeah, more than once. You miss a hundred percent of the games you don't make. Uh, so I think if we could double or maybe even triple or maybe even quadruple our throughput, son of a oh, for two K seventeen, son of a gun. Nick. I don't know that I I don't know that I we are going to have to staff the fuck up. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about a team of like fifteen thousand. Well, I'm really developers. Happy to to reveal to you, Griffin, that we are launching a sort of a Cool Games Inc. East. Oh, uh, interesting. A sort of an East Coast division. Uh, where it's going to be uh, your it's going to be your brother and my brother. Yes, together. and of course the CEO of that one. And this is going to be a contentious choice. But we did get Kurt Schilling back in the mix. We listen, did. he's listen. He goofed it. He goofed it so bad. <laughs> he goofed it so bad, and he continues to goof it. Sort of morally mm-hmm. like his moral character we've um, we've banned him from facebook we've said finish that he, game he, heroes of knights of new azeroth worth or whatever, whatever the, the fuck, fuck it was, was i'm more talking about sort of his character his sort of who he is as a shit head he's bad <laughs> he's an awful 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 goblin of a fuck yeah but he is the he's the new president of the company and we need to res- we need to show him some respect mm-hmm. it was a controversial choice Nobody definitely controversial, but you know what? I, what can I say? He showed me the bloody sock, and I was like, "Fucking, you're hired, bud." It's all you. Uh, yeah. So that's gonna help with our output. In the meantime, you and I still have a job to do. Um, we do as the presidents of what is it? CGI central. CGI central. It's tough because you and I are so decentralized. Like we're kind of more CGI cloud because you and I meet on the internet every day. We don't oh, really I like that. Don't really meet in the- person. 
that would be cool if it was like Ubisoft Cyber and it was fucking Patricia Arquette or yeah, Patricia Heaton fucking solving the, the one thing that Ubisoft game <laughs> development could could really use is like yeah. just less communication between the hundreds of teams who work on every Assassin's Creed game. I think if we could really yeah. cyber source all that to the web and no one is working from the same place, I think the games would just come out was so good. The assignment here is good because you and me, we thrive on the cyber. We do. Kurt, Kurt, he doesn't so much. Kurt, you give him access to a Twitter or a Facebook or a Google Buzz, and he just kind of he just kind of goes a little bit buck wild really, with the, he fucks with the, the racism. He fucks the mustard pretty hard. Pretty bad. So we got to keep him off the cyber. Just sort of main. Just he's sort of a mainly a, an analog man. Yeah, which is going to be interesting because he's also going to be in charge of of Cool Games Inc. Cyber. So he will be corresponding with you and I, uh, using only snail mail. Yes, um, and that's important. While you and I manage our halves of the digital team, Cool Games. Because you give that boy an email account, and, and he's he, going to find a, he's going to find a way to like email the New York Times like a a, a homophobic Facebook meme, like it, and manually yeah. attach it to an email and send it off. So we just can't. There's no computers allowed for him, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh boy, man, sliding doors. Because like, what if it? What if that company had really thrived? Mm-hmm. Hmm, something to think about. We'll never know. I I was very much looking forward to World of Warcraft, which is... <laughs> um, hey, let's talk about some games and make them. All right, that sounds good to me. Um, we've got a bunch of sort of... I've, I've sort of set up little piles here all around my desk of various pitches, because every year we have kind of a little game uh, jam with all the Cool Games Inc. employees, and we let everyone kind of pitch the games that they think we should work on as a company. And I, I love inviting Kurt to that one because he's like, "Pitch, I can do that." Anyway, here's what I think about uh, this this minority community. It's like, ah, Kurt, you should have stopped at the pit. You sh- you could be the pitching. The man. baseball joke was good. The, the, the baseball the joke was good, but then you then you were an asshole <laughs> at the end of it. Um, here's some here's some games. Um, here's one that I can't stop thinking about. Uh, Steve, Steve Bears. I actually saw two people submit versions of this idea this week. I don't know how that's possible, but Steve Bears oh, says Fudborn. Elmer Fudd fights his way through a diseased, beast-ridden Victorian era city. Okay, so things that are going to work very well about this. Mm-hmm. A, he's got a gun. He's got a already. big old rifle, yeah. And it's like an old blunderbuss. Mm-hmm. And by the way, shouts out and props to the man who, or woman, who named the blunderbuss? That's a you good fucking crushed it. Name. Um, it's a better it name than Elmer des- Fudd, honestly. It perfectly describes the the shape of the thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of a, a it's a whack ass looking gun. I think the first person that ever got lit up by a blunderbuss was like, "What is that goofy looking?" Yeah. And then they got bust. Um, that's the only good thing that works here because otherwise, I think sort of tonally, it's a it's a mismatch. That I mean, I think that that could be fun though. You know, seeing these kind of these silly this little cartoon man, uh, cartoon man, just like I'm gonna oh, seek the old. Yeah, uh, be very quiet. I'm hunting blood vials. I'm hunting thing, blood says. vials, and I've got to get all the vampires. I I it's been a while since I've seen Mister Fudd or played Bloodborne. The memory banks that I'm pulling this it's impression the from rusty, are rusty old buckets, right? Ancient banks. Do, so um, there is a kind of one thing I remember about Elmer Fudd is sometimes his gun would get a little go a little limp, um, uh, go a little impotent, kind of go flaccid in his hands. He kind of looks down at it all sad. Is there like something that we mechanic? can incorporate? Yeah. Like could it have like a yeah. Far Cry Two gun jamming thing where just every once in a while Elmer's gun goes floppy and he has to run. I mean, as long as we're doing that, I would love to see Elmer Fudd pull shards of glass out of his fucking arm. Uh, yeah, cure you his know? malaria. Man, I wish we had been doing this podcast when Far Cry 2 first came out. I mean, because I would have really, I really would have loved to have talked about like this engine that they have created where you just constantly, it's like Schrodinger's glass. There's always glass in your arm. Yeah. It's only there when you Time perceive to snap it. my finger back into place again for the thousandth time. Like a bear, you have full health, a bear attacks you, and then you heal yourself by <laughs> ripping glass out of your arm. It's like, where did you even come from? It's a glass bear. I guess it's a glass bear. Um, I want to uh, talk about a suggestion from Cinna Katie, who says, You enter a perfect 3D recreation of an Adam Sandler movie, and you have to kill off as many of the side characters as you can without Adam noticing that they're gone. All right, so I know New Year, New Us. I don't want to... I don't want to, you know, rely too much on our old chestnuts here. 
but this would be a really good hitman total conversion complete like mm-hmm. like mechanically just actually and i don't see a good reason why you shouldn't be agent 47 in this scenario because it, just the idea of rolling up on like a kevin james and maybe you grab him and you you put you hit him over the head with a lamp or something and then you well, jesus nick i was gonna what, say, kind of, what kind of beautiful dark twisted fantasies do you harbor I was, that was the least violent hitman knockout i could think of i had to pause so i didn't talk about choking kevin james which would be it's very visceral no you can't you just said you can't actually say choking kevin james it's a it's a crime i guess but what if what if you were paul blart mall cop though instead that would that would solve my biggest problem which was going to be if you knock out a kevin james side character and then you try to dress try to dress agent 47 As, up in his yeah. clothes it might not it would be he can big, pull off a lot of costumes clothes. but that might not fit so good that might fit so great um this would be a hmm I mean, who else? Who else is going to be? Chris Rock is going to be there. That's, Fucking yeah. David Spade is going to be there, and David Spade, you can't just knock that dude over. No. That's going to take some devious planning. You take. You got to wake up pretty early to get, to get the worm to get David Spade's worm. Yeah, I mean, well, you got to commit a whole in-game day to it because there is also a Stardew Valley day-night system to this, and also there's a. I think there should also be a system that Hitman lacks, which is uh, conversation trees, almost like um. God, what was that? fucking spy thriller game oh my god alpha alpha protocol yeah alpha, i want an alpha protocol system where he's kind of he's questioning you something seems off to him and you just have to lie and there's an in-game timer counting down for every decision you make to try to convince mm-hmm. him that you're the real deer he's like kevin what is your favorite food again and if you say the wrong food yeah if, he, if he's like uh soup no, no incorrect not a soup guy nachos correct it was it was nachos all along um I also have another suggestion here. Can I read yeah, it? Yeah, go for it. It's from Apocalyte, who says, Good Burger, colon, a Telltale series. Fuck yeah. Fuck I yeah. Mean, as, long as, as long as we're talking about, um, you know, conversation trees and stuff, mm-hmm. I think we could have just a lot of fun with this one. Because it, in the, in you know, the Batman and the Wolf Among Us and the Walking Dead, very rarely are your um, options like, <laughs> and that's like half the dialogue in the in the Good Burger uh, film and tv series now how, how like okay well, well first of all i love <laughs> yeah i do love and this that's, but that's like all the options it's just like oh yeah i i, I think that first of all this has got to be at least halfway through development already because it's the only franchise that telltale has not made a game has about not yet. made it yeah um, sure i love the idea of this because have you played the designing women telltale game <laughs> it's really it's good fucking great um i am a little I'm I'm a little blown away by the fact that this hasn't happened yet. A telltale comedy game based on an old show. Because when you're in a video game, the actors don't age. We can have Keenan and Kel looking like Keenan and Kel the way Keenan and uh, Kel looked bro, back got, when they were Keenan and Kel. I fucking got news for you. Keenan still looks pretty much like Keenan. Uh, he's been on SNL, and it's you don't even think yeah, about his, it because he's, he's still got a so real fresh baby face. Sma- he's, smooth skin to him. Baby smooth skin. He's he's been on SNL for 41 years, and you don't even think about it. It's incredible. Uh, Kel not not has not uh, not as fresh, but that's fine. Uh, but as soon as you sell shade, both of those boys, they're gonna now, look really good. The fucking question is the very difficult question here: Are you Keenan or are you Kel? What is the what's the what is the player perspective of this? Well, I mean, or do we do a dishonor to like fucking? I kind of think you have to because if you make it a Kel game, all the Keenan fans are gonna riot and vice versa. But the problem here is that th- those two play completely different roles in the film Good Burger. Because if you think a, about sort it, sort of a silly man, straight man role. Well, it's not even that. Like Keenan is experiencing this burger world for the first time, and Kel has been there for a while. He's almost like um like a um Willy Wonka esque figure, where he's like, "Come, welcome to my welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger." Can I take your order? But also, like, there are, there's magic afoot here, and I know about it, but you don't. Let me introduce you to it. Hmm. And I feel like that would be a more of a difficult perspective, you know, for like a new game franchise. You want to like onboard the player, but if you if you play as Kel, it's going to assume that you have some pre existing knowledge about the Good Burger verse. Is there? So is there a third character that you think would be – because on the one hand, I, I really love the idea of – Telltale games are always about, you know, every episode of every Telltale game, there's a few points where you make like a big pivotal decision. You either hit X or B and you make your choice. 
I kind of like the idea of a Telltale game where at the beginning you make the decision. Are you Keenan or are you Kel? And then from there it's just a movie. <laughs> you don't interact with it at all. Um, but Well, okay, so there's, there's, I, have a, I have a few options here. Because um, I am looking at the IMDb page for the film Good Burger, mm-hmm. which no shade, fucking great, great film, classic. Can you tell play. me while you're there? Can you tell me who plays the guy who works at the competing burger place? What was that burger place called? Uh, it was called Mondo Burger, and it was Jan Schweiderman. Okay, not not as familiar, but we do have a lot of great options here. So other playable character options include. Um, Sinbad as Mr. Wheat, a teacher who demands money from Dexter for card damage. Are you familiar with this insane phenomenon that's going on right now where the people Sinbad are convinced thing? there was a Sinbad genie movie? Yeah. It's not hard. It's not hard to, it's, it's just, not hard to Google that. Right. It's just phonetics. It's Sinbad sounds like a good genie name. And that has, it, that has, uh, Berenstein bears it into everyone's brain. Yeah. Um, Linda Cardellini was in the flick, uh, at the Demented Hills, uh, home. I guess she develops a a romantic relationship with Ed, but she's sort of, I think that's more of a tertiary role. I'm just surprised that Linda Cardellini was in the flick. Um, Shaquille O'Neal as himself. So how have I forgotten that cameo? Uh, Carmen Electra is in the motion picture as well. And then just, oh, who else works here at Good Burger? I'm glad you asked. It is Abe Vigoda. Might be, uh, that might be the, the right way to split the uprights here. I'm just typing into my computer uh, 1997 minus 1978 because uh, I, <laughs> I want to know exactly how old Keenan Thompson and Kel Mitchell were when they played these roles, when they played these 16-year-old uh, burger, burger-making boys. It looks like Keenan was 19. And oh, Kel was not... nineteen. That's that's hey, right on, see, right on the money. That works. Um, let's let's move on. But this is this is whew, has a lot of promise. Also, I really want to hang up on you, Nick, mm-hmm. and go fucking watch Good Burger. It's right a now. great movie. It's a good film. I recommend it. Um, I also have some suggestions um, for video games. Uh, here's one from Hella Lugiosi. Lugosi, sorry, Hella Lugosi, who says Burnout Three Takedown (parentheses DMCA edition). Uh, okay. So this is a game where you're playing it, and then you hear Offspring, right? Yeah, 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 and then the game just fucking turns shuts off, shuts down. You're, you're, because some because somehow like Universal Studios has like, so somehow the Fox Television Network by some weird arcane like rights ownership owns yeah. Sorry. the offspring comcast incorporated it's like richard like i yeah it's i always i feel like every time a youtube video gets taken down it says something like rupert murdoch took this video down manually sorry about that like there's always yeah. some, ins- some insane thread of ownership how does because like the idea of a burnout game where like a burnout series that didn't debut girlfriend by avril lavigne is barely a burnout series i'm interested in anymore yeah sure how do we mm-hmm. how do we make I, this I mean, I, a game how thing. do we ins- how do we ensure that any video of this game put up on YouTube? This, this is what this is, right? It's just Burnout Three Takedown, which I'm fucking I'll play. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, you can't upload any videos of it ever, and I think it's because constantly running in the bottom right corner is episodes of Two Broke Girls, mm. and if you if you try to if you try to put it up. There are going to be people who just magnify that one small corner of the screen and just see what the two broke girls. Well, are. I would t- I'll tell you, based on the amount of episodes of Two Broke Girls I've watched on YouTube, they tend to be presented in that sort of picture-in-picture format where it's mirrored, it's flipped, the voices are kind of speeding up and slowing down, and it's also presented in the lower left quadrant of a full playthrough of Burnout Three. So I, act- yeah. I don't, I actually think that would make it easier to get it up on YouTube if we've got that little Two Broke Girls in the corner thing. Um, well, maybe like you unlock new cars, you can unlock a truck or whatever, but then you can also unlock, you know, all of friends. And then you, all of a sudden you're, you're putting them friends up. And then your score isn't how many crash points or dollars or whatever you get. It's how many episodes of friends you can upload to YouTube before you get before you get knocked out. Is there a way we can kind of make players log in with their YouTube accounts to kind of ensure like a risk reward right because you'll get flagged and um hmm, i don't know like if every time you crash we upload a full unedited star wars movie to your youtube channel (laughs) 
<laughs> and you get a strike on YouTube's three strike policy. So you got to really be. It's basically YouTube permadeath is what we're talking about here. Yeah, this is this is the entirety of Moana that somebody fucking filmed with a GoPro attached to their hat. Oh, no, you're gone. You've been blocked from the whole fucking Internet. No more Google services for you. You've no more Google blocked. services. Sergey came to your house and he unplugged you from it. He just That's yanked sh- the Ethernet right out. He just yanked it right out. That's a real shame. Um, this is a fun game that, um, Nick, you and I play every day that we come to work. Yep. And it's a fun game where, um, you do your job and you're reliant on a platform that you have absolutely no control over, Mm -hmm. where at any time, just like Warner Brothers can roll up and be like, ah, you don't actually have access to this platform you use exclusively for your job anymore. She click and YouTube's like, yeah, sorry, man. Warner Brothers said we have to delete your whole thing from the internet. Ah, shoot. You were using that, huh, for your whole job and career and stuff. Well, we turned it off because War- because you know Warner Brothers asked us to. So that's a ooh, that's too bad. I did a uh, in the in the brief period of time where I was unemployed between Rev Three Games and uh, and Polygon, I was kind of trying to make my way on YouTube for a little bit, and I went to a Nintendo event and captured a bunch of like Majora's Mask 3DS gameplay. And threw it up on YouTube, and it did, like, really great for me. It did super well. It was very lucrative. It was getting a ton of views. It was a super long video, so I was able to put, like, a couple commercial breaks uh, in there. And then, one fun day, uh, I found out that Nintendo had flagged it as having audio from Majora's Mask in it. And I was like, I mean, it does. Like, it's, I can't, yeah, yeah, can't really is. contest Wicked that. Is. And so all of a sudden, I made zero dollars from that video, and Nintendo see, made Nin- all the dollars from that video. Nintendo just comes at you. You do a fucking vlog retrospective of your favorite episodes of Saved by the Bell, and you're like, I tell you, that was a really great performance by Mario Lopez. Nintendo has deleted your channel. It's what missing. the fuck? I was just talking about Mario Lopez. I'm looking at this oh, man, I tell you, I, I love entertainment tonight because Mario Lopez, boop, gone, deleted. Griffin, we, we own that. We own that name. I need you to help me move on from this because I'm looking at this video and how it has 577,000 views and the fact that YouTube ate all of my money from it and I, I'm getting too angry and I can't look at this anymore. Just anybody, any company for these things that we do for our jobs are just like, you know what? I, I would like that what if money. I had the money. What, what if, if I had the money and you didn't? So is it, you're covering our things and doing. Doing like editorial stuff of our things. What if we had the money? Yeah, what of if that? instead of this like broke unemployed twenty four year old? What if Reggie got the money? That sounds like a good. What system. if Reggie had it instead of you? At any moment, Todd Howard could fucking turn on us and be like, "Touch the Skyrim." That seems fun. I'll have it. Jokes on you, Todd. We've made probably thirty three dollars on Touch the Skyrim. So eat my ass, Todd Howard. Um, also, we've done it. I think it's fair use the transformative nature oh, of Touch the Skyrim. Utterly. This is our show is inspired by Skyrim, but that's not Skyrim we're playing. Like it's a <laughs> no different game. Skyrim. It's Scorelam. Uh, what about a video game? called Nintendogs. That's what Donut Secret 1 suggests. Nintendogs. That's... No, Griffin, it's not, because check this out. It's actually (laughs) Nintend underscore dogs. Nintend under... So it's a Watch Dogs vibe. So it's kind of a... Maybe a squadron of of dog hackers... yeah, I can't help but feel like, first of all, where where's that franchise at? I'm ready for a new one. I'm ready to pick that back up. Oh, you mean Nintendogs, not Watch Dogs. No, God. Uh no God, uh, um no yeah what like I want a doggy on my thing I have it's been a really long time since I've since I've I I I want to play a 3ds game very very badly mm-hmm. I'm worried they're not going to make any more of those yeah. when the Switch comes out which makes me feel silly because I definitely bought one of those ninety nine dollar Black Friday non XL oh, new geezers. Nintendo 3ds's because it's so pretty and it's got I can it's import so the faceplates from Japan but I also yeah, now I'm like the type of human being who has four fucking Game Boys in a stack in the corner of my room <laughs> yeah. which is ridiculous. Um, what uh, about a Nintendo Switch? Uh, I mean, I feel like so much of, of the thing with Nintendo dogs is you want to touch those dogs, you want to pet those dogs, you want to throw a tennis ball for those dogs. I don't know how that's going to work if your Switch is mounted to the side of your TV or whatever the fuck, right? I mean, your dog's just going to be really bored and sick because mm-hmm. you're not moving them around as much. Uh, boy, I just, I want a, ver- I want a puppy. I can't get a puppy because I had a baby. I think now is the perfect time for you to get a puffy puppy. I don't think oh, it's get a the puppy right puppy. time. <laughs> I was up last night 
from went to bed at 10 45 mm-hmm. and baby was like no, no at 11 15 so it's up from like 11 15 to one and then at about 3 30 or about no it's closer to 4 30 baby was like no nah, i think i'm ready to party again <laughs> um and so i was up from 4 30 to 7 and then i slept again and then it was 10 30 and i was had missed a lot of work i had accidentally missed a lot of work mm. and i'm wondering if i can get some like my baby to write out like a doctor's well that, those two and a half hours from 4 30 to 7 are time that you could be spending with a puppy dog sort of clawing at your door trying it. to get playing... in or out of the room. Yeah, just picking up its shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I have enough a really, of that really... in your life right now. Oh, you have a suggestion? No. Yeah, super good one. It's from Arthur's Shrapnel. Artful sh- not Arthur, Artful <laughs> Shrapnel. Okay. Uh, who says, keep rocking and nobody explodes. It's the movie Speed meets Rock Band and comes with its own crazy peripheral. A bomb? <laughs> Is that, well, the, is that the peripheral? Um, I think it would be a bomb guitar, like a guitar in the shape of a bomb. So this is the new... I mean, my, fucking, if they can make Guitar Hero Warriors of Rock, which is like, hey, it's like Guitar Hero, but with like a fantasy fucking storyline to it. What the fuck are you talking I don't see about? Why... That's not real. That doesn't exist. Warriors of Rock? Guitar Hero Warriors of Rock is not a... That would If that existed, I would know about it. You're making a thing up right now. Guitar Hero Warriors of Rock, final boss battle... What is what the fuck is this? It came with like a little. It came with a guitar, and get this: the guitar was in the shape of like an oh, axe. Oh, I'm looking at it. This is a kind of a cool guitar. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like we already have this precedent. A fucking Beatles rock band. Like we have precedent for like a special rhythm peripheral based game with some like story to it, right? So this would be one where you get sent a guitar that is also. Is it a real bomb? I think it. in order for the, this is going to be a high stakes game, it's got to be a real bomb. Maybe it's like a pie face thing where it's full of whipped okay. cream. And so that you seems like a good compromise you... between no no consequences and and, de- and, and death. absolute death for yeah. everyone around you. Yeah. So it's full of cream. <laughs> and maybe the band that uses all the songs are is cream of Eric Clapton. That would be good. That, that, would that be was good the name fit. of the band. Full name was Cream of Eric Clapton. <laughs> yeah, you can see why they eventually shortened it for marketing reasons. So is there... Now, I, hold on. I've got to Google that that was his band. Cream? It was. It was. Yes. Okay, good. I think um, it would be... Oh, weird. I'm sorry. I'm just realizing now that the, the Guitar Hero Legends of Warriors of Rock controller had like detachable sides to it. So you could snap yes. on a newer, so even stupider cus- looking one. Or you could just take those sides off and do what I do, which is like play some weird, like experimental. They might be giants, fucking Devo, just a straight stick. bar guitar, yeah. stick guitar. It yeah, that's cool. cool in these photos I'm seeing. Um, maybe so. Maybe there's like a maybe the whammy bar has kind of a whipped cream deployment apparatus inside of it. Um, that seems you know Prince Prince had a guitar like that. That just shot whipped cream. That's a good. Any yeah, he had a number of sort of like fun projectile based guitars you seen purple rain at the end when he just like sort of shoots with his guitar it does in a manner of speaking yes um so you you have to play right and you have to fucking just like really thrash and i think the songs get faster and faster and faster and faster and if you miss too many notes then (laughs) a a big creamy mistake i'm um i'm somehow neck deep in a 2010 game informer article about this game now Oh, no. This otherworldly tale narrated by Kiss frontman Gene Simmons in a brand new quest mode begins with an epic opening movie about the battle between the Beast and the Demigod of Rock. Okay. All right. Do you think we get narrative in this? Do we get, like... Because I think if there's a bomb, there's got to be a plot as to why you're running... You're sort of part of some sort of musical bomb squad, almost an elite beat agent's vibe, and you're rolling from city to city helping to musically defuse these bombs. So I think Ingwie Malsteam... Ingwi Malmstein has gone, is become a rogue agent, a rogue nation, and has, and you are, I don't know, the president of some sort of rock and roll country, and he has done uh, an attack on you with this, with this bomb guitar, and in order to disarm it, you have to, like, lay down these fucking tight arpeggios. All right. And if you, and if, if you slow down for a second, Ingwi is going to detonate it. And it's and then it's over. So it sounds like narratively we're going to be pulling a lot of inspiration from um, Metal Gear Rising: Revengeance, just in terms of like there mm. be, being heavy political underpinnings, and maybe we do fight a senator at the end. See, I was thinking more of another Adam Sandler film, Airheads, 
mm. that also had Brendan Fraser in it. I'm not opposed to there being a heavy Brendan component to this. You know I'm always open to that. I think he's harder to get than you think he is. Is he going to show up in the Tom Cruise mummy? Like, I'm already thinking about the fun Oh, the cameo, cameo that they're going to write him in? Yeah. Oh, like, he goes to the museum where the mummy comes to life and begins, like, attacking people. Is, and who's okay. that? It's a security guard at the saying, museum. It's Brendan Fraser. Are Fraze. you saying Brendan Fraser is the Stan Lee of the Universal Monster Movie Expanded Universe? Like, yeah. the cinematic world of... Oh, man. I, I think it's inevitable. The problem is they you just they need to find him first. Like he goes to yeah, I, he's a tough man to get a beat on. But like Tom goes to the museum to see the new mummy exhibits just to make sure he's not um, alive. And there's a security guard, and you don't see his face at first. I, I could write this fucking motion picture for for this comp Paramount universe who has it whatever it doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, and Tom's like looking into the mummy case, and he thinks he sees a finger move, and he's like, huh. And then you don't see the security guard's face. You just hear, be careful with that one. And then he walks out. And as he walks out, you see it was, it's Brendan. No, do they, how are they going to do that reveal visually? Is it going to be the camera pans up his chest to his face? Or is it going to be he steps out of the shadows and you see his face? Because I want that reveal to be a big moment. I think he walks just towards the camera and he bumps into it. <laughs> He's like, excuse me. <laughs> Clumsy oaf. He's like, excuse me. There's the, that's the um, Tarzan in him right there. And then he fucking Fuck, winks. George of the Jungle, not Tarzan. George of the Jungle, it. not Tarzan. Fuck this. Uh, Fuck this too stupid show. But then he does wink because that's my favorite part of Stan Lee's stuff is he always. He always turns to the camera and does a huge wink. Um, here's an, And it makes a, no- it makes a noise because he has old eyes. <laughs> they really yeah they've got a they've got a boom mic right above stanley's eyes so you can capture that crunch that distinctive old man wink crunch noise that it makes quattro queso dos fritos has an idea that i am fucking head over heels with um a console that lets you insert two discs and use them to create a new game yeah, I mean, technologically speaking, it's going to be a tough needle I, to thread. I'll tell you, I'll, I'm not too proud to admit that when I was a young man at the age of maybe four or five years old, I did think that Sonic and Knuckles had the ability to combine any two video games with, or any video game with Sonic and Knuckles. Like, I was pretty sure that if I took James Pond, Agent Underwater, and I plugged into Sonic and Knuckles, I would either get to be James Pond in, mm. like, the Casino Night Zone or be Knuckles swimming around uh, picking up seashells and jeez it, it turns out I'm, sit, I'm sitting here trying to think of a good genesis game to plug in to sonic and knuckles yeah and i just can't the problem is i can't think of a good genesis game well, what it did do was okay well now you're being mean to my favorite my favorite <laughs> game boy uh what if i just pick two games from like my my steam library here and we we combine them in- or you pick one and i'll pick one from my actual physical disc library i have right next to me all right you have discs yeah dude. all right gramps we're gonna we're gonna count this off. Yeah, three, two, one, three, two, one, go. Right. Three, three, two, two, one. Max Heavy Payne rain. two, the fall of Max Payne. Ah, uh, see, these two games are too similar. Bullshit. I, like. I mean, okay. Imagine you're if, searching for. Imagine if yeah, in you're... Heavy Rain you had a every time you got to a hard decision, not that there are any, you had a bullet time meter you could burn to kind of now, stall. Now I take I take great offense to all of this. It's so in vogue to hate on on Heavy Rain. Is it? Is that is that what I'm doing? Yeah, but like, here's the thing about that game. I guess it wasn't great. Now that I'm thinking about it, <laughs> I like, I yeah, it kind of fumbled the fumbled the landing a little. You might say it fumbled it a little bit. Um, I respect so what it was trying I guess to do. You're looking for your son. I tell you what, that scene where you're looking for your son at the shopping mall. Mm-hmm. If you could slow mo dive and you know shoot the shoot the car before. That would be good. I don't. Yeah. Okay. You want to? Um, you want to try another? I'd want to try another one. I'll, right. I'll do more of a lighter game, and you do more of a darker game, because we both picked pretty dark games. Yeah, we need that contrast. All right. All three, right. Two, two, one. One. Need Nintendo for speed, Land. Hot pursuit. <laughs> so, hot, so, hot but pers- there is already a chasing <clears throat> game in Nintendo Land. That's true. And hot pursuit. Well, the thing is, I, I don't want to take the chase mechanic and combine it with a chase mechanic i want to take nintendo land and i want there to be a over-the-top police force dropping spike strips but they're like okay. bowser spikes on the yes. spikes on bowser's back like a bowser police force 
Yes, a Bowser police state with all of his weird kids. And they're going after Mario and his friends who are in an illegal street racing Mushroom Kingdom gang. Hell yeah. So it's like an open world Mario Kart. Yes. This is what we've been waiting for. And it, it's developed right. by like by Criterion, by like ex-Criterion folks. Make, so there's like a, sort of some nice crashes in there, a real good sense of speed. Mm-hmm. And then like some CGI cutscenes or some, some FMV cutscenes. Mm-hmm. FMV cutscenes of the Mario universe. Hello. That sounds really <laughs> good. good with, yeah, it would be extremely, extraordinarily good. Um, we can get fucking Aaron Paul in the mix. As Toad, I think. I'm imagining As Aaron Paul Toad, with that mushroom cap on him. And as I'm a mushroom cap on his head? You know he's a gamer. You know he games. He's a big gamer. He loves to... He's, I've seen him... I mean, he came out at that Final Fantasy 15 press conference and was like, look at me, I'm a gamer. Here's my oh, GameCube yeah, controller. Was, and then walked was, away. Yeah. He's probably... Who's your favorite? Like, do you ever see a celeb and you just like think like i can't even watch them and stuff anymore until i know they're a gamer all the time i i had to like, stop watching dexter because i watched dexter and i thought anthony michael hall not is that i watched a city anthony michael hall and i'm like that's he doesn't game out um, however how about kevin this? kevin spacey when i watch oh, him he, Big time yeah. gamer. He loves that PlayStation. Because he Vita. even said he said that's not even in the script of House of Cards. He like just brings <laughs> his his PSP go and he's like time to play some Killzone, Claire. I saw a, an interview with the director of Kevin Spacey is an Alien movie. You know Kevin Spacey is an Alien movie. Oh, you're talking about K Pax. Yeah, film. I'm talking about K Pax the movie. And they I was they sat the interviewer asked. Uh, the director of Kevin Spacey Alien movie, K-Pax, the K stands for Kevin in parentheses, which is the name of the movie. <clears throat> um, what was the hardest part of working with Kevin? And he said it was editing out all the times he improvised the line, I'm a real gamer. Like, you yeah. really have – he's so good, but you have to cut around it because basically one out of every three sentences that exits the man's mouth is, I'm a big gamer. You played that Monument Valley? Here's my Vita. Yeah. So it's like K-Pax, you can't um... – don't try to eat my cat. That's not how we do it on Earth. And he's like, well, Claire, I'm sorry. I'm from a distant planet, mm-hmm. but I'm one thing's for sure, and that's that I'm going to get all the high scores on your Earth video games, I got to stay up and get my tickets to K-Pax East. Mmm. <laughs> Shitty. Shit. The, that one GM says, University of the Phoenix Online, a game where you attend an online wizard's college and learn how to cast spells on the internet. Okay, so sort of the Order of the Phoenix University. Yes. I like um, that. I like this, too, because I I, I like the Harry Potter books because they're learning and improving themselves and, you know, learning charms and Wingardium Leviosa mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, but I just wish they didn't have to go to that very confusing school. Well, the, just the staircases alone are extremely confusing. Exactly. <clears throat> Who designed this place? Um, so they're just sort of telecommuting, I guess. And so I guess Harry would still have to live with his awful, awful uncle and aunt. But he would still get, like, he would still get a very magical education. It's just like, because all the bad stuff that happens to that boy happens at the physical school. In person, so this yeah. Is, right. So he doesn't have to fight a fucking basilisk at the age of 12. Harry Potter was Skyping in to his uh, potions class. I don't think anything yeah. nasty would have ever happened to him. He's just in his little cupboard, and he gets like a boodlip, and it's Dumbledore, and he's just like, you up? <laughs> Wait, why is Dumbledore asking Harry, you Cause up? Because it's because the time zones are different, Oh, he's, and so he's ready to teach him he's, charms. You up? I wanted to teach you some good charms and special spells. Right, and so but then Harry is probably going to slack off, and so he has to send an email to Snape at snape01 at hogwarts.edu and he's like yo um i need an extension on my potions final um i couldn't find pig balls mm-hmm. so just think of how, how much safer he'd be no more trolls or ogres and yeah okay he wouldn't make friends or like become a hero well, except for dobby like he would have dobby by his side dobby would be psyched yeah because Dobby would get a full all day twenty four seven Harry Potter experience that hang he- sesh and and guess what no spoilers but Dobby would still be alive. <laughs> a lot of people would still be alive that died in the books and I'm not going to list them all one by one. But here's the list. But here's the list. <laughs> Gumbo. Gumbo would, would not be, have been taken from us so soon. Um, Marsh Martian. Marvin the Martian is in the books. Um, Elmer Fudd. K Pax. <laughs> 
<laughs> K-Pax is destroyed by Dumbledore in book four during the Triwizard Tournament. He, well, K-Pax, he was using that Vita of his as a... Uh, uh, what's the thing that Dumbledore goes in? He goes loves to go inside a physical thing. The, cho- the chokey. Yeah, he... The fuck! What is the? Doesn't Dumbledore get split up into a bunch of different like lamps or something? I haven't really. I didn't finish those books, but I. He becomes six genies. I think that's what happens. Uh, Busto thirty two says paperboy, but with vanquish mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> so just knee sliding your way, just constant knee sliding from yeah. house to house. I think, and I think you abandon your bike like one yeah. percent of the yeah. way into the level. It's it's almost like a frog fraction situation where you realize like what the fuck. Why do I even have this bike? I don't need to use it. I've got jets on the back of my thighs here mm-hmm. that I can use to blast from place to place. Um, maybe a maybe a is there going to be a dedicated cigarette smoking button? How how far do we take this vanquish action? Nick, I have awful news. What? I haven't played. I haven't played vanquish. I know it's sick it's as okay. fuck, and I watch it. I watch it on the. Oh my god, dude! Awesome games done. Quick starts next week. Oh, I'm so psyched. I completely forgot. I watched that on on all the GDQ runs because it looks bonkers. I've just never, just never dipped in. I I get, got that game on GameFly when I was in like college. God, GameFly. And it was I. I'll admit it. I it was overstimulating for me. I could not wrap my head around Vanquish because it was just too too intense. Um, but I love the idea of it. I love the idea of sliding around on your knees, throwing newspapers through windows. I'm sorry, Griffin. Um, can I do one more? Because I just stumbled onto one. I'm, I'm getting, oh, please. I'm getting real, oh. real deep into the the submissions this week. We've looked at. I've looked at. I think almost every single one. Yeah, uh, open her up. So I'm looking at some of the ones down here at the bottom that I don't think have been seen by other human eyes before. They only have one point. Oh, good. But Where nobody's gone before on tread ground. Somehow, some of these are my favorite. Like. <laughs> holy draymond uh, has a screenshot attached it says this is a quote from an interview with the director of cars 3 <laughs> here's the quote <laughs> fee says with a chuckle quote i would like to see a car drive inside another car and have them take them somewhere <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? i want to see that too <laughs> director fee I would what love to see that. What the fuck are you talking about? Tomater fucking delicately climbs inside of Lightning McQueen. Yeah. And it's just like, all right, buddy, here we go. Grabs the I'm steering gonna... wheel in Lightning McQueen's, which is basically like, like his heart, I guess. His, his fucking brain. What are you doing in me? Hey, I'm hey what are you, you. doing? Like, hey. There, that that's makes my, that's, that's my, okay. One car getting inside another car in cars and driving them like a car is is whack for like so many reasons. One, it's so whack. You don't need a car in the car to drive the car because the cars can drive themselves. Two, you're a car. You can drive yourself in the car that you are to the, a destination. Like there's no good reason for the cars to get in the cars in cars. There's no reason that should happen. Under any I circumstances. Mean, based, based on the trailer, I've not seen any of the cars flicks. But based on the trailer to Cars 3, it looks like they've lost their fucking minds. Because mm-hmm. it's just like, what if they didn't have faces and also died? What are you... What the fuck? I'm going to take my fucking kid to this someday. What are you talking about? What if Tomater could climb into the chassis? What the fuck? It's not... He's not a, a Gundam. What are you talking about? Infinitely stacked vehicles controlling each other from the inside. Removing their their automotive agency. I I need to tell you something about Cars Three, Griffin, because a new a new wave, the first real wave of uh of Cars Three info hit. There was a big info dump <clears throat> on entertainment. Oh, uh, dump Weekly. it on, dump that car leak on me. Um, there uh, I I, th- I don't I don't think I need to explain. It. I think I can just tell you. Uh, there's a there's a car named Jackson Storm, who is McQueen's McQ- ugh, Lightning McQueen's rival. Okay. Here's the director explaining Jackson Storm. Jackson was born with a silver spoon in his mouth. Everything comes easy to him and everything about him says he's faster. So much so that we've designed him so that even when he's standing next to McQueen, McQueen looks old. All right. He's, I mean, he, you Griffin? guys are, you guys are, you're making the movie so you do get to decide what all the characters Griffin. look like. So. He thinks the world is his. He's taking over. He's owed it, says Fee. Jackson embodies the extreme entitlement that has come to plague millennial descriptions. In a very broad term, I think of old... What in the whole fucking shit? (laughs) And that's Jackson. He thinks the future of racing and the high-tech ways they train and what they do means they're taking the sport to a new level. And the older guys had their day and it's done and they have no place in the future of racing. Everyone who makes all of our media is getting so goddamn old and they're so mad about it. And it's the only thing they know how to make movies or TV shows about anymore. I am 29. (laughs) I am 29 
Gregorian years old. I would fucking sign into law a fucking Logan's Run style over thirty extermination at this point. Just, just for the entertainment. What the fuck are you just for the entertainment about? industry? I think I'm, I, you can, they, we olds can keep existing, but I just want them not writing screenplays anymore. Is that okay? Like, just no more. Oh. I don't understand what anybody's doing on Tumblr anymore. So it's time to fucking firebomb a third of the planet, entertainmentally speaking. It's, he's just like a millennial car. He's just like a car that's under my age, and I don't understand. He talks. He's words I don't understand, and he's much cooler than I am. So fuck him, right? Lassiter calls Cars Three very emotional, and Fee says it's quote the most human film of the franchise. Dude, your movie's called Dude, Cars. It's, a cars it's movie. called Cars. It's about cars. It's cars. It's not humans. Your movie. You're not. Right, if so you if he was making Humans Three, then he could maybe go down this road of this like weird anti millennial sentiment. The movie's called Cars Three. It's about race cars. They like to drive around and do crashes sometimes. And one of them is voiced by Larry the Cable Guy. Fuck off. You know what? Here's my idea because we we've been going for a while, and I don't have much longer. I can go. I think we firm this up right now. This is our game. It is a fucking Cars 3 burn track. You know what I mean? Like, if they're going to come after us, if they're going to come after us millennials, us millennials, mm-hmm. then I think we come after their motion picture franchise and we make a fucking shitty Cars 3 game. And that's just our game this time, is we trick them into giving us the license. Cars 2 is actually pretty good. But Cars, th- the game, not the movie. Yeah, it was some holy shit. Movie. I no, the, that was, it was like bad. a good kart race. There's power. It was like a Mario Kart Yeah, it was good. Type. It was good. I didn't see Planes and Rescue, but... um, So we just burn them with Cars 3. So what do you, what do we do? Like what? I mean, how, I think how would you... in order to to fully bear out their millennial metaphor that they're so so fond of, I want to make a video game where you're playing because it's cars, right? You're gonna play as Lightning McQueen, but he's so goddamn slow and old and shitty and angry and bitter and about shitty it. Shitty and you... old, and he's always talking about like fucking Frank Sinatra or some bullshit. Yeah, he gets eighth place fucking... in every race. You can't get to level two of the game because he's an old shitty car who's mad yeah, about it and won't retire. Yeah, the sexy hot fucking twenty year old car just blazes. It's like you. so much faster and cooler and smarter than you are and so you go ahead and fucking destroy their social security or some shit you like lose the race but you make sure to like abandon the environment or some shit that sounds like a that sounds like a good game that's a good game you get a power-up where you get to make a fucking cbs sitcom about how shitty this other car is because they're younger than you are you fucking awful i don't know how this keeps happening but it keeps how happening. does this keep happening <sighs> i still i still feel like because I, I don't want to kick off 2K17 on a, on a kind of a negative Nancy note. Um, we didn't start this fucking fire, Nick. No, I'm, I agree. But I, I still got to say, that game where you put two discs in and one game comes out, that's, that's, that's the game I want to play. But, the, yeah, you could put Cars 3, the video, the Cool Games Inc. video game, in along with, like, any other video game. And it would just be a fucking awful video game. No matter it would just be what. bad. It or it would, change, it would change the modified game so that the youngest character always wins. Fucking pretty, all these participation trophies, though. Mm-hmm. That's the end of Cars Three. Everybody gets a fucking trophy at the end of it. If there's a, everybody if gets the a Cars trophy. Three, if the actual real life Cars Three video game comes out and the PS4 version doesn't have a trophy called participation trophy, I'm going to be extremely bitter. I'm going to be very <laughs> mad. You can drive through what's wrong. Your car's getting damaged. You got to drive it through the safe space. I'm so fucking tired of this shit, Nick. What do we have to like? There, there is no anti old people. Entertainment. I mean, I, there, it, well, there, there is an anti-old person force that's extremely powerful, and it's called the March of Time. And I think ultimately, <laughs> it will defeat all of them. Better. We don't need to write it's a the, fucking sort of the music of the spheres. We don't need to write a Captain America squad of SJW <laughs> villain, villains, which I think is a real thing. I saw that the other day. Oh, for fucking do they fuck literally? Shit. They like come, I don't know if it's Captain America, but I think it is. They come screaming at the the enemies, yelling like. Uh, this is a safe space except for for you. Like, literally, that's the shit that they're writing. <laughs> Motherfucking shit. Yeah. It's pretty whack. Put the fucking gemstone in everyone's hand. 30th birthday, which gives me a good, like, three and a half months. Mm-hmm. That's f- I'm okay with that. Well, you'll, you'll make it, it if count. It means no, if it means no more, basically, CBS would have to replace all of their shit. <laughs> and Cars 3 would not exist anymore. But like I'm fine if that's the sacrifice that I need to make, I'll do I'll do it. I'll do Let's it. Take man. that bullet. Well, that's very big of you. So that's our video game this week. I think what was it? Was it Cars Three or was it the, the mashup? It was the console? mashup thing, but we don't have a name for it. So okay, well let's call it the. Uh, I don't. I, two discs. Let's call it two discs. One Alan. Two one discs. Cup. Two discs. <laughs> 
It's called Alan Tudis. <laughs> Alan Tudyk, who is almost certainly over thirty. So rip. Uh, we're gonna miss him. <laughs> yeah. Gonna miss. Maybe we do of Justin Timberlake. Justin Time was that the name of the movie? Please, I, God, God damn it. no! But it should have been. It fuck. It, you, you get the clock on your hand, and so like Nick, it, I think it zeroes out at thirty. So Nick, you would have you'd have plenty of time to earn some extra credit. Right, yourself, right, right, right. Um, I would need to get on my fucking grind basically as soon as I hang up on this call if I want to keep on going. Yeah, how do you um, earn and, currency in this in this new world? Oh, you just release like uh, you just release like forms of entertainment media that's not fucking needlessly hostile to like a quarter of oh, the that's fucking easy. living population. I do that Earth. every day. We're gonna be yeah. Fine. I do that shit too. It's pretty cool and easy and fun. It's fun to make stuff where it's not just like fuck this whole group. It's super cool and fun and great. <laughs> You motherfuckers! Some nasty, some nasty olds. So brave. Some of them. nasty so old. Brave people. of them to make fun of young people. Look at this shitty young car. It's a car. What are you talking about? This car has had everything handed to it. A silver spoon. It doesn't eat. It's a car. What about a silver gas pump? You could say that. That would almost. You can't even, that you, you're not even that fucking clever. It's an a silver oil dipstick. You could have fucking said anything car related. Not a spoon. Fucking ass. Not a spoon. The most human cars movie ever. We have to stop talking about this. Thank you for listening to Cool Games Inc. Sorry we got so Thanks mad. For it. Uh, thank you to Alan Two Discs. It's just every week, Nicholas. It's, they keep they're ramping it up. It's it's almost like they didn't listen to us last time when we got mad about the great indoors. You know, if they were listening to us, they would. Have I no thought problem. that somebody at CBS was going to hear that and be like, "You're right, guys. It's time to turn this boat around." Mm-hmm. That was my hope: is that it would land some one some executives like kid would put that in their inbox and be like. Dad, they're making hey, Dad, fun of Daddy, you. Daddy, listen to this. And, and But then the guy would be like, how do I open this attachment? I don't understand. Uh, it's the, he would save the YouTube link to his desktop and then get mad and throw it at his computer. Save it in a word pad and then he would just throw his computer <laughs> at a 17-year-old that he keeps nearby to throw things at. That sounds, that sounds, <laughs> that sounds good. Um, Thank it, you to Alan Tudyk. Thank you for letting us use your name. His name is Likeness. Great job in, in uh, Rogue One. Uh and if you have an idea for a video game you'd like to submit to Cool Games Inc., uh, just hand it to your nearest police officer, uh, and they will drive it right to my house, just like they do every time I sit down to fucking record anything at all. They just hand deliver it, sirens on, right into my house. Um, all right. Reddit.com slash r slash Cool Games Inc. Uh, there's a thread yeah. sticky at the top. You can submit your game ideas there. Uh, and yeah. Oh, we've got another we've got another Cool Games Inc. animation coming up uh, real oh, yeah. soon. Very exciting. I'm so fucking hyphy for. Um, yes. But yeah. Thank you to Clayton for making those. They're fucking stellar. And we've also got a guest one uh, coming up um, from Louis Louis Allen, who did. Uh, oh shit! Yeah, our, our everyone's our, the wake up, the wake up, the wake soup up one. scene. I don't know what to how yeah. to describe that one, but wake up soup is good. But Louis Allen's um, doing a new one, so I'm super excited for people to see that too. Yeah. All right. Thank you all for listening. Until next time, I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm Nick Robinson. No problem. Fun. <laughs>